Let's check out your headlines for today. And we start with London police investigating a possible shooting in the city. London police say they recovered a pellet gun after shots were reported in the east end of the city yesterday. Officers descended on the area of Dundas and Wayvell streets around 4.15 yesterday afternoon. Multiple police vehicles could be seen parked in the travel lodge across from Forest Lawn Cemetery. Investigators tell 980 CFPL they responded to reports of possible gunshots in the area. In an update last night, officers said a pellet gun was retrieved. No injuries were reported. No arrests have been made in the case at the time. Uh, earlier this month, Acting Police Chief Trish McIntyre spoke out on this show about rising gun violence in London. There have been nine shootings so far in the first three months of the year, which is unprecedented. The investigation is ongoing. Anyone with any information is asked to call London Police or Crime Stoppers. We turn our focus over to the strike. Canada's largest federal public service union and Ottawa are both warning of likely service disruptions as nearly one-third of all federal workers remain on strike. The job action taken by members of the Public Service Alliance of Canada could amount to a complete halt of the tax season, slowdowns at the border, and pauses to new EI, immigration, and passport applications. In one of the largest strikes in Canadian history, government workers walked off the job at 12.01 a.m., Wednesday, hitting the picket lines at 250 locations across the country. One of those locations was in London. Union members picketed outside the Richard Pierpoint building at the corner of Talbot Street and Queen's Ave. The bargaining groups involve some 155,000 public servants, including 35,000 from the CRA. About 46,000 essential workers are not part of the strike action, but they are part of the bargaining groups. The union is asking for a 13.5% raise over the next three years, saying the increases are necessary to keep pace with inflation and the cost of living. The Treasury Board and the CRA both say they've offered the union a 9% raise over three years and on the recommendation uh, of the third-party Public Interest Commission. Uh, meantime, a researcher says increased time online during the pandemic may have made young Canadians mean. Caitlin Mendes is warning that the declining empathy which emerged during isolation is now fostering increased cruelty during in-person interactions, including at school. The associate professor at Western University says many parents may not be aware of their children's increased exposure to online harassment during the pandemic, which is now having damaging consequences. She says this will likely uh, this was likely due to things like a lack of eye contact, facial expression, human touch, and even voice imitations, which are important cues missing from online interaction that make harassment and abuse become much easier. And since today is 420, cannabis store owners are pushing for the end to the rule that requires them to make sure their products are not visible from the front window of the store. The Alcohol and Gaming Commission of Ontario, which regulates cannabis retail stores, says Ontario does not require cannabis stores to cover their windows, but does require the product and accessories not be visible from the exterior of the store. Last year, Alberta made a decision to no longer require cannabis stores to have coverings following a string of robberies. 
checking out the price of gas. Uh, you'll be charged $1.63.9 on average in London today. The same price as yesterday. If you could hold off on filling up for one day, you should. Prices are set to drop by $0.05 cents overnight to $1.58.9 on average tomorrow. You can find some cheaper gas in London today at the Costco's. They are charging $1.47.9 for a liter of regular. In sports, as you heard on 980 CFPL last night, the Toronto Blue Jays lost 8-1 to the Houston Astros. The Blue Jays are off today. They start a series at home against the New York Yankees tomorrow night. The London Knights will look to advance to the Western Conference Finals tonight against Kitchener. The Knights lead the Rangers 3-1 in their second-round series. You can hear tonight's game on 980 CFPL starting at 6.30 with the pregame. Puck drop is at 7 o'clock. In the NHL playoffs, Edmonton beat LA 3-2 to tie their series at 1. Carolina got by the New York Islanders 4-3 in overtime to take a 2-0 series lead. Florida doubled up Boston 6-3 to tie their series at 1. And Dallas hammered Minnesota 7-3 to tie their series at 1. In the NBA playoffs, Milwaukee outscored Miami 138-122 to tie their series at 1. Denver got by Minnesota 122-113. That gives them a 2-0 series lead. And Memphis bounced to the LA Lakers 103.93 that ties their series at one. Checking out what happened on this day in history. In 1534, French explorer Jacques Cartier left France on his first voyage to Canada. After reaching Newfoundland in just 20 days, he explored the Strait of Belle Isle, which he hoped was the beginning of a river leading to China. In 1798, Sir William Logan, the first director of the Geological Survey of Canada, was born in Montreal. His Yukon namesake, Mount Logan, is Canada's highest mountain. In 1841, The Murders in the Rue Morgue by Edgar Allan Poe was published. It's considered to be the first ever detective story. In 1902, French scientists Marie and Pierre Curie succeeded in isolating the radioactive element radium. In 1907, Fort William and Port Arthur, Ontario were incorporated as cities. They merged to become Thunder Bay in 1970. In 1910, Parliament passed a bill setting up the Canadian Navy. In 1945, during the Second World War, Allied forces took control of the German cities of Nuremberg and Stuttgart. In 1949, scientists at the Mayo Clinic announced they had succeeded in synthesizing a hormone found to be useful in the treatment of rheumatoid arthritis. The substance was named cortisone. In 1982, Edmonton millionaire Peter Pocklington was held hostage in his home for almost 12 hours by a gunman demanding $1 million. Both were slightly injured when police rushed the house. In 1989, the last Canadian $1 bill was printed by the Canadian Banknote Company. In 1999, the Columbine High School massacre took place in Colorado as two students shot and killed 12 classmates and one teacher before taking their own lives. In 2008, Danica Patrick became the first female winner in IndyCar history. She won the Indy Japan 300 in her 50th career start. In 2010, General Motors announced it had repaid the $8.1 billion loan portion of the $61.5 billion aid package it received from the United States and Canadian governments as it went through bankruptcy protection in 2009. In 2021, former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin was convicted of murder and manslaughter in the death of George Floyd. And on this day in 2022, the United Nations Refugee Agency announced another grim milestone in the Russian war on Ukraine. It had said five million refugees had fled Ukraine since Russian troops invaded 
February 24th, the war spawned Europe's biggest refugee crisis since the Second World War. Happy birthday to Peter, who turns 63 today. You share a birthday with George Takai, who turns 86. Clint Howard is 64. Blue Jays bench coach Don Mattingly is 62. Shamar Moore turns 53. And Carmen Electra is 51. Those are your headlines for today.